Hello, my name is Dr. Rongan Chatterjee. Welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast. And today I'm looking at how mentally stimulating activities can protect your brain against aging. Now, you might remember a few weeks ago on the podcast, I talked about the importance of taking up a new hobby and learning something new. And that's because learning something new is so, so good for your brain. When you learn something new, your brain forms new connections and studies show that your brain really likes it when you try new things. And that's because our brains have the ability to continually evolve through a process known as neuroplasticity. This mental muscle strengthening improves concentration and memory and higher order cognitive functions such as decision-making and problem-solving. So, puzzles and games, doing crafts, especially those involving novelty, can stimulate and challenge key parts of the brain. These include reasoning, language, logic, visual perception, attention, and flexibility. Using your brain in any way is thought to build up new connections between nerve cells in the brain. And this actually increases your brain reserves, so to speak. In other words, a well-stimulated brain is a more flexible brain with a greater reserve capacity, which enhances your brain's ability to protect itself from harm and also ward off unwanted age-related changes. Now, I think any activity that is fun and engaging is good for us, especially if you're doing them with someone else. And the way I view it is that as I keep learning, not only am I increasing my knowledge, but I'm also preserving my memories as I age. Because as I learn something new, I'm developing new neural pathways. So word puzzles or Sudokus or crosswords are great, but let's have a think about other things that you can do to stimulate your brain and keep it in good health. For some people, that may include staying in employment and not retiring early. Experts say continuing to work can keep you mentally sharp, and the social interaction and problem solving that comes with many jobs can help you stay mentally limber. The mental gymnastics of having a career and child rearing provide substantial mental stimulation for younger and middle-aged women. For older, recently retired people, it can be a mental challenge to go from a busy work week to a life of leisure. And it's beneficial to step outside of the comfort zone somewhat to try and challenge your brain in new ways. So the advice would be try and find activities that are challenging, but also enjoyable. Perhaps it could be volunteering, it could be using your gifts and talents to help your community, or it could be picking up a new hobby, restarting a hobby that you once enjoyed in your youth, or perhaps participating in a book or social club. It really makes a big, big difference. Another thing that really helps is reading. Now, reading not only brings us pleasure, but it also provides intellectual stimulation and helps keep us mentally sharp. I love reading. It really doesn't matter what book I read. By losing myself in a thoroughly engrossing book, I can escape from the worries and stresses of the everyday world. I know many patients who love doing any activity that keeps their hands busy, like gardening, knitting, painting, or even cleaning. And that old adage, busy hands keep your mind calm, is certainly true. Did you know that during the 19th century, doctors used to prescribe knitting to women who were suffering with anxiety? And it's thought that repetitive movements can increase certain neurochemicals in the brain. 
And keeping your hands busy can help you feel more in control of the world around you. Dr. Kelly Lambert is a neuroscientist at the University of Richmond, and she works with rats to study the connection between the brain and our hands. And she found that rats who were made to dig for a reward showed greater signs of mental health benefits compared with rats who were just given their treats. Rats who didn't have to get hands-on with a task to receive a reward were found to have elevated levels of hormones related to stress. And Dr. Kelly believes our brains evolved this calming response to working with our hands as a reward for getting to grips with the world around us. Now, I think no matter what you do, just aim to do something that really engages you and challenges your brain. If you find something too easy, perhaps it's time to raise the challenge bar or perhaps take up a new pastime. If you're used to a particular author's style or a particular genre, maybe you could change it up a little bit to really find the neurons in your brain. If you're learning a new language, why not pick up a foreign newspaper? You could learn to play a musical instrument or listen to music on a regular basis. You could watch a documentary about something you don't know about. You could join a book club, be more sociable, play games, board games, whatever you want. Something novel, something new, and of course, if you can make it enjoyable, you are much more likely to do it. I really hope you enjoyed listening this week. I guess my final take-home point is that there are small things that you can do in your daily life that will make a big, big difference. Now, if you want to learn more about five-minute activities that can really help your brain, but also your mind and your body, I'd really encourage you to check out my third book, Feel Better in Five. It's available all over the world and in all good bookstores in paperback, ebook, and as an audiobook, which I'm narrating. And also, if you want more tips from me, I have a weekly email called Friday Five. It's free of charge, and I share things that I don't share anywhere else, five things that have improved my life and my health. Over 100,000 people around the world already receive this each Friday. You can sign up for free, if you want, at drchatterjee.com forward slash Friday Five. That's all for this week. I hope you have a great weekend. And as always, I'll see you here back again on Monday.